Turned On with Sue and John is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Ready for a little undercover fun? With Connection, you are always on a secret spy mission for the most intense orgasm that will not be detected by anyone. This is more than a vibrator. It's your partner in crime for a sneaky escapade or a third accomplice when you're doing the nasty with your partner. Get yours at EdenFantasies.com slash Turned On or click their banner at TurnedOnPodcast.com. This is the podcast for passionate, sex-positive, and pervy people. Entertaining and informative discussions about the latest in sex and sexuality. From ethical non-monogamy to kink to dating and romance and everything in between. She is legendary syndicated talk show host and sex therapist, Sue McGarvey. He is notoriously naughty international radio host, John the Milkman Milky. This is Turned On with Sue and John. Lots of stuff you want to talk about today, Sue McGarvey. By the way, hello. Hello, sweetie. How are you? Things are good. Things are good. The weather's getting better. Weather's getting warmer. I, I still haven't got a definitive date to get to Florida yet because I'm waiting on my passport. But um, I've heard from quite a few people who listen to the podcast who have invited me to um, uh, sit down at least and uh, explore a little bit with uh, them and some of the clubs and stuff in and around Tampa and Sarasota. So um, things are looking good in that respect. Let's begin with this thing right here. First up, you want to address what to do if you or your partner cannot finish. Yeah, it's it's called retarded ejaculation for guys and delayed orgasm for women or, or inorgasmia. But in this particular case, let's just focus on men. So for a lot of days, everybody thinks, you know, guys finish and it's this great big hoomba. And, and if they don't, you know, if I'm a woman and you and I'm not there. And you keep going, did you come? Did you come? Did you come? I want to throw something at you. Yep. So the idea of constantly bugging somebody, even if it's not, even if you're not bugging, it's that kind of quiet pressure. The more you do that, the more you tense and, and it holds, right? So if if you're going to tighten up, they're really small, 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 small tubes. And if they're tightened at all and squeezed down, it doesn't happen. And there are some things that trigger ejaculation. One of which is prostate stimulation. We've talked about that in the past. Put in a butt plug. Give it a little swiggle because that prostate stimulation will help trigger it. The There's a number of different sex toys that have electrical stimulation. It's the stimulation then that can trigger ejaculation. And sometimes if you do it right at the right moment, we're going to talk about on our sex facts about how different kinds of nipple stimulation really work for people. Big erogenous zones. So sometimes mm-hmm. nipples do. If your partner is too hot, I've, I had a partner that was like that. I've had other people who just, if they're overheated, cannot finish. Doesn't matter what happens. They okay. just can't climax. Okay. If you cup the testicles and move them up towards the body, that often will trigger it. And, you know, finally, I'm like, get the vibrator out. It may not happen. It certainly may not happen through penetration because vagina is not as tight as a hand or mouth. And it's, it's, you get to the point where you, you know, they can use their hand and they get close and then work on different ways to finish, but not to understand that if they don't climax, it's still an amazing walk in the woods. And for a lot of people, men, especially they're focused on their partner's pleasure. So if they're focused on their partner's pleasure, sometimes they miss the boat themselves and their partner's freaking out, but they're really happy. So live with that. 
Men get it in their heads, too, don't we? That, you know, if we don't come, I mean, that's a problem. Except for, I'm here to tell you, there have been occasions where I haven't come. It doesn't mean that the sex wasn't great. It doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy myself, because I absolutely did. It just means that for whatever reason, I just, I, I couldn't, I didn't. For me, sometimes I get way too excited. <laughs> that's what stops the flow, so to speak. And the stress can certainly do that. And if yeah. you're anxious, new partners, takes a while, takes months sometimes with new partners to just find your rhythm and go with it. But so I like what you're saying about butt stress. plugs and e-stim, et cetera, because, yeah, sometimes when you just get a slightly di- different rhythm going there or a different sensation, that's enough to make things yeah, happen. Finish, finish at things. And, sure. you, and you want to, right? I had, yeah. you know, if you're on medication, that's another big killer. I had, you know, I've had lots of guys who couldn't come trying to get their wives pregnant. And it's like, yep, you're on medication, right? And they're like, yeah, how did you know? Antidepressants. I'm like, it yep. will slow down or stop. Yep. Ejaculation. And if for some guys who've been edging for so long, they just, with, without the right exact, you know, and I call it, you know, they, they have to have all of the pieces in line before you have liftoff. This is Turned On with Sue and John. A listener question from our website, turnedonpodcast.com. All of our contact details are there, but if you prefer the email address, here it is. Got your crayon ready, listener? Good. The green one today, fancy. Uh, Sue at sexwithsue.com. The question I got, and I sent it to you, but is top five male enhancement pills. And I went... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you want to know about them because everybody does. And we've talked about them a lot. So now people can, I'm sure, can recite them. But there is something new. So let's talk about what's new. All right. So, you know, the the regular boner pills, right? The one I like that, you know, that you can get (laughs) got off the streets in Thailand is Camagra. (laughs) Viagra is in and out of your system in four hours. Cialis, the weekend love drug for 24. Levitra is really good for seniors. Um, but there's a, there's a, there's a couple of non-prescription supplements that are really good. There's the Somata, which is, I'm on, I've been on for about, uh, four days and it was big. Suzanne Summers was on it. It enhances growth hormones. Okay. So it's two pumps in the morning, two pumps in the evening, and it ups your hormonal and hormonal balancing. Apparently it's going to help me lose weight. What do you so mean by I, pumps? This is oh, not like sorry, a little, pump, little pumps of, of cream that I put on my skin. Oh, um, okay. Yes. A couple of times in the morning and a couple of times. Well, you have two pumps in the morning, two pumps at night. I will let you know because it's right. supposed to enhance libido. Although I don't really need a lot of help, but it balanced the hormone. Holy shit. I'm yes. As every woman I know needs that. And number three is helping to balance the hormones in such a way that you lose weight. And we're all into that. So I will let you know how it goes. The other one strictly for men is called Vig RX, V-I-G-R-X. Okay. It's a natural virility supplement. And again, it has human growth hormone or it enhances the pituitary to release human growth hormone, but it's good for orgasm quality, erection control. It's got ginseng and saw palmetto and the usual stuff in it. But it's natural virility supplement. I talked to my experts in this area, and this was the one I, I asked like six of them. And I said, Give me your supplement. I've just had a question on it. And I put it out in a, in a list, and uh, of the six of them, it came up five times. Ooh. So I researched it, VigRx Plus. Maybe something you want to try. Maybe we should call them and say, hey, send us some samples. And good listeners who send us letters may get samples of it. I'm going to put it on my list to do to uh, harass them for free shit. 
and uh, see if we can pass it on to uh, to listeners. And if I, you know, whatever I don't have, I end up with a box of stuff and we have it at the, the kinky garage sale. Oh, and, of you know, the one thing you should have on your calendar every year is, you know, all kinds of crazy sex stuff that has been sent to us that we give, that we sell and proceeds go to the food bank. But uh, try the VigRx. It may be your next new thing. Turned on with Sue and John. Next up on this edition of Turned On with Sue and John, this week's sex facts. Sex facts, including one news. Do you know about the, you know, the Darwin Awards? Of course. <laughs> they always crack me up. I follow them. Right. So for people who don't know, Darwin Awards are for people who've either killed themselves and taken themselves out of the gene pool yeah. or ruptured a testicle or two and yeah. taken themselves out of the gene pool. The kinds yeah, of stories that make for great fodder on my several radio shows. Oh, <laughs> God man. bless Darwin's. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, it's somebody who's uh, who got themselves stuck in yet another, you know, because some of the new vacuum technology is like real, like uh, like those Dyson ones are like there. Some of them are like four thousand dollars for one of these vacuum cleaners. Oh, you're talking vacuum cleaner, not vacuum pump like from an adult store. Vacuum cleaner. (laughs) Talk about doing it on the cheap. Uh huh. Ouch. (laughs) Careful. Uh huh. Put it in and uh, could not get it out. And the suction apparently is like wild. I bet. Don't try it at home, folks. No. You can just imagine the thing. And anyway, if you're curious, go to the Darwin Awards. They have a whole they have a whole Facebook thing that just it just cracks me up. That'll but scare you off turn- that habit real quick. I think. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> but I want to talk about um, I want to talk about a couple of things. One is uh, aphrodisiacs. Okay. And, and another crazy thing about people who are using aphrodisiacs, and I'm completely grossed out by it, so I'm going to finish with that. So, so there's a c- couple of different aphrodisiacs that are dangerous, one of which is Spanish fly. And yes. you've heard about it, and I know we've talked about it before, but it's, yeah. it's a poisonous beetle. Well, I guess some high school kids in Texas got a hold of some and crushed it up and, you know, oh, the punch no. bowl. Oh, don't do that. Just, just don't like, don't do that. There are other, and it's not a, it's not an aphrodisiac. All it does is give you a four hour erection or it it cause an inflammation of your urethra. So the girls are really like wildly inflamed. So how did that become such a thing then? Cause I mean, I grew up, I'm sure you did too. That, that was the buzzword Spanish fly, pardon the pun. Yeah, because it will cause this kind of erection and it, because it causes a, a swelling of the urethra, which is the tube that runs out of the penis. Mm-hmm. And it, it's in terms of genital and people are like rubbing constantly trying to, you know, deal. And it will, if it doesn't kill you, if you don't have too much of it, it will go away, but it is not very comfortable. And you, you know, you're constantly at your genitals. So if people want, and maybe in terms of sex, it feels better. There's not been a lot of clinical research, so I can't comment on it. The other thing they're talking about is pig semen. And I'm like, ooh. Yeah, right. You know, an average, you know, you know, humans produce, you know, up to 120 million sperm per ejaculation. Apparently pigs, 8 billion. So it's become a thing, in, especially in Asia, to enhance virility and i'm just like oh people this is like the rhino horn which is made of keratin and hair because rhinos have very slow sex and can go at it for a while doesn't mean it's an aphrodisiac so stop stop with the the pig semen and stop with the spanish fly important safety tips i I have to ask what exactly are they doing with the pig semen are they drinking it consuming it injecting it what what's 
I think they are in, I think they are swallowing it. You know, we eat pork, so you know, I can't imagine raw pig semen, but uh, I know. I know. I, I, I told you I would grossed out. So we're just going to move on. And uh, on this crazy sex facts on Turned On with Sue and John. Turned On. Sue's got some new research suggesting that orgasms actually rewire your brain and will cause some bonding. It was fascinating study this week. I, I you know, I'm, I'm all about the new research, but apparently prairie voles, which are known in a lot of research because they're one of the few mammals that are completely monogamous and they're long-term monogamous relationships and they're like little mice. So they're easy to study and they're easy to dissect. And so they use a lot of them. So apparently they took 200 of these prairie voles and they, they were not, they were basically virgins and induced stable pair bonding with them. And then they studied their brain tissue. It was a bad day for the prairie voles, obviously. <laughs> and what happens is as they get attached, there are 68 sort of brain regions of their brain that starts firing up. And it's not just a little part of your brain. Bonding is an all over brain experience, why it can be so powerful. And it's especially powerful at orgasm. So male ejaculation was sort of easier to find. I'm trying to figure out how they determined the female bulls had an orgasm, but apparently it is, it's an yeah, we, orgasm like We have a hard response. enough time determining that in our human female partners. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, a hard, <laughs> it, it became an orgasm like response and the whole brain mapping of the prairie vole, they realized it was an evolutionary adaptation and it was activating the neural net with lots of activity and it's a crucial role in bonding, which is why we've been saying, you know, if you don't like them, don't sleep with them. <laughs> because A, you can be pregnant and B, you can bond with some idiot or, you know, vice versa. So don't, you know, don't just say any port in a hole or any hole in a port, right? You can <laughs> realize that as you orgasm, it may rewire your brain to go, you know, I really like dumb with no teeth. So, you know, they want to make your sex partners a little more carefully based on this research. Turned on. With Sue and John. Falling out of lust is the next topic of conversation. Things that make you not want to have sex with your partner. This is a question that came up and it actually came up in another discussion Mm. um, about things that just, you know, make you go ick. And and in dating, the ick factor is a big thing. So when I do my over40connect.com, I talk about the, and I do videos every day about, you know, learning to date but this ick factor that they've done something that just completely turns you off. And if it happens in dating, you can go next. But if it happens to somebody who's been married for 20 years, right? If they become unattractive or they start this like a really annoying habit that you, you know, you don't like, they don't, they don't ever talk to you anymore. They discuss your bowel, their bowels, you know, more uh. regularly than you want. And then you don't want to have a, you don't want to uh, get nasty with them. It's hard to sustain lust. And, you know, normal desire has an ebb and flow, but if it conflicts or there's a different, an issue around trust and fidelity, if the sex becomes routine, if they don't talk to you, the, the conversation is apparently if you can sit down and have an open and honest conversation, not just about sex, but about your life, apparently puts you back into a mood for intimacy. I know. So you think that the closer you become, the less, but no, you want to have, and sometimes it is as if you're really, you know, best buddies, you don't have that passion. But if you find that you are 
feeling disconnected and you don't have an opportunity to clear the air, that tension kills libido. It's amazing how often things that we talk about on this podcast, Sue, always Mm -hmm. circle back to communication. It really does. But we want to do other things. So I'm giving you some other suggestions. And we've talked about this, but get your adrenaline up. Yes, go do something crazy. Adrenaline up. Um, Oh, it was interesting research yesterday about dating icks. You know, again, we're talking about icks or things that are real turnoffs. Boring hobbies. If you have, if you don't have any hobbies or your hobbies are boring, it's one of the top two. The big one was, you know, bad political leanings, or at least the opposite from what your potential partner would be. The second one was having no hobbies. So anything that gets your adrenaline up, choose a new hobby because it also helps in long-term relationships. And understanding you're prioritizing self-care, that you're more likely to be in the mood. If, you know, as you said, we talked about it. If you're taking walks, if you're doing stuff for yourself, if you like the way your life is going and you're feeling good about yourself, you're more likely to say, hey, you know, why don't we get it on? Turned On with Sue and John. Online at turnedonpodcast.com. The Kinky Confessional. We don't require your email address, authentication, phone number, nothing that identifies you. It's just a space where if you've got a kinky fantasy, something uh, you have experienced, and you you just haven't been able to tell someone, you can tell us 100% anonymous, and then you get the satisfaction that we've at least talked about it on this podcast to, you know, a couple of people tune in (laughs) every single week. It is time once again for the Kinky Confessional. This person writes, I want to experience sensory deprivation. Ooh, I recently discovered sleep sacks and would love to be bound tightly in one with a hood on, unable to see or hear, and just be of service to a dominant woman who each day would require me to service her orally while I am still in bondage. It's a fantasy for sure. Ooh, hmm. I got goosebumps. It is kind of, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I was in one of those, those, those deprivation tanks. You know, they have the salt water and it floats and then it's soundproof and it's got, mm. it's completely dark and you, you know, you don't bump against the sides and it just turns off your parasympathetic nervous system because there's no stimulation. I was surprisingly turned on when I came out of there. Yeah. It was that was a really interesting thing for me because you know I, I guess it resets your brain. I only ever did it once, and then they went out of business. But it was a really interesting day, and you know the problem is is you then have to do your whole hair and makeup and shower again. But uh, it may be worth <laughs> trying. You guys in separate deprivation tanks and see what happens, or the sleep sacks where it's basically. You know, it's swaddling clothes. What they do yeah. with babies, they yeah, put yeah. them in. You know, they love that. And they and they come in latex and neoprene and uh, I mean the ones I love are leather and then you actually have you know, buckles like straps that go around and hold you tight. I was in one of those at the height of my depression uh, with the hood on, um, with the noise canceling, not headphones, but you know the ones construction workers wear. Mm-hmm. Couldn't see, couldn't hear, just as this person described. And I mean, at first it's full on panic because you really cannot move, but once you calm down. You know, it's very liberating. You you really do get out of your head, even though you should be in a situation where you're all in your head. There's there's really something remarkable about them. Add to this the layer of, you know, being of service to someone. Um, that gave me yeah, goose You just have, to have your mouth open, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. Obviously. That, that, yes, yeah, so you have to have one of those those hoods that have an open mouth. Well, I was in... You no, zippers, Sue. They've got zippers on those. That's true. <laughs> yes. I was at an exploratorium, and I had a couple. We did the Church of BDSM where I had different stations, 
And one of the ones that was really popular was the vacuum suck. Yes. It's, yeah. Have you seen it? They had a sheet of latex. You attach it to the vacuum uh. cleaner and it sucks you. And you basically become, you know, like, like under a saran wrap, but stuck to you. And I, it's like a, you know, like a giant condom and people love it. I'm thinking you'd get sweaty and, uh, uh, you know, like your skin wouldn't breathe, but lots of people really like the uh, latex vacuum suck. I, I, I'm dying to try that. I am dying to try Are that. I, I've not yet, but I, I just, oh, in a heartbeat, I would. But I love being in latex and you're right. You do sweat. It is hot. But in those, they tend to put a little breathing tube in your mouth so you can at least breathe in there. But oh, oh God, oh. important safety tips. Oh. We don't. We yes, we're not encouraging you to do this. Important safety tips. No choking. No, make sure you're breathing. Yes. Make sure you've got a pair of scissors around in a worst case scenario. Absolutely. Oh my God. I got goose pimples. This is so exciting. All right. Back All to right. the kink. Well, we need, I need to put it on FetLife. Anybody has a, uh, has a, you know, the, the vacuum bed, the latex thing. You want to come over and do an exper- exploratorium. I think that may be. An I hope you have way. better luck than I do. Things I post on, you know what? If you, if you expect a reply and you're a guy, you're not getting one on FetLife. That's what I've discovered these days. Greatly disappointing. I'll just leave that there. Um, our second confession this week, this person says, it turns me on so much when I can make my partner squirt with just my penis. Thank goodness for waterproof sex blankets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the waterproof sex blankets, they're just they're impossible to dry. I, I think they're great. I, I'm, I Everybody knows I like the puppy pads. Yeah, I had puppies yeah. visiting on Sunday, like two, like they were like eight weeks old and and she's like, well, I didn't bring pads in from the car. And I'm like, that's oh, okay. You came to the right place. Pads. Yeah, I'm not quite under my desk. Like you pull out the sex toys, <laughs> but I had pads. So no, I, I think that's great. But being able to squirt with your, and squirt with your penis. And it, it, again, it's a learned behavior. And if women can learn that contraction and get to that point and really get enough pressure to do that, it hits that button. And again, it's the contraction. All of a sudden you're swimming in it. Two for yep, two for things I can't wait to experience right there on the kinky <laughs> confessional this week. Turnedonpodcast.com. <laughs> Turned on with Sue and John. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and BlastTheRadio.com. Bigger isn't necessarily better. Sue? Bigger is not necessarily better. So they tried an experiment with 265 different sex toys. Man, I wouldn't be able to walk straight after 265 different sex toys. What 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 is your cutoff point, Sue? Inquiring minds want to know. It's 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 about torque, not numbers, right? <laughs> okay. But they've realized that bigger when women got to pick the ones they liked. And the ones that they really got them off, it was not bigger. So just so you know, it wasn't girth, it wasn't length. But the fascinating thing that just came out of this, which blew my mind, was that twenty that that men in the last thirty years, their penis size has increased by twenty four percent. Well, I know mine has. I mean, you know. This is the third time I'm going to mention (laughs) growth hormones on this podcast. But apparently, the growth hormones they put in meat and milk to make the animals bigger and stronger and, and, you know, age quickly so they can get them to market. Okay. Ends up in our food and increases the size. So if you're little kids and eating, you know, milk on your cereal, that growth hormone is going to increase the size of your penis. So it has actually huh. increased it um, statistically significantly over the last 30 years, 24%. Like what? But anyway, we're talking about what women want, which is complex sexual needs 
And it's not bigger, slam it, you know, sink it to the nuts. Like, you know, none of that. It is circular motion and suction. You probably could have told you that without the 265 toys, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody asked Sue. They had to do the work themselves to get to that conclusion. Well, I go to Eden Fantasies, our lovely sponsor, yeah. and find out, you know, which one has, you know, sort of circular and suction and decide which one you want. Like the rabbit, the rabbit is one of those in. notorious toys. It's probably why it's one of the best sellers, right? It's circular, yeah, circular and it has a little and flicky then it has action a little flicky to thing. it. Yeah. yeah, but the combination will have your eyes rolling back in your head. I just want to point out, by the way, you referenced milk. It's Sue with the Milkman, John Milky here on <laughs> Turned On the podcast. This is Turned On with Sue and John. This is going to shock no one. I'm a very visual person, so I can't wait for this conversation. The best sex clothes. Well, it came out, and, and I'm hoping to do this interview next week, about new wearable sex tech. And they've got new clothes that will, so the clothes, I think, stimulate you. Okay. And I want to know all about it. So I've, I've, you know, it's trying to pin down this guest, but I'm hoping, so stay tuned for next week's show, because I expect to have an interview nailed down that we can hear about wearable sex clothes hmm. that that doubles as ta- I know right so I wanted to know about that so I looked up you know what is the what is the best sex clothes and in a word <laughs> color right red orange pink makes you if you are courting you are want to be sexually attractive you are on the dating scene I think here I am in my Barbie pink top with I my leopard just bra. gonna I'm say just, you know <laughs> You want to see us on that YouTube? I will. I'm flashing you my bra right uh-huh. now. Uh huh. But if you want to, you know, those colors make you look hot. Then they pulled people and said, "What were the what were the sexiest things?" And the obvious stuff came up, you know, bras and lingerie. But the, some stuff that didn't, mini skirts. You know, they that universally those mini skirts. I don't know where it is. I don't know how you feel about them, but mini skirts, you know, slit skirts. You know, we could talk about Pete Townsend, but you know, those kinds of mini skirts are super hot for most people women uh, wearing them yeah. men looking at them yeah uh, yeah <laughs> uh-huh. they uh and speaking you know and and taking it into song we've got the shania twain man shirt oh. you know if you have if you're a woman with a man shirt especially one that you've just taken off a man that's still warm from his body can i can i take that one step further uh-huh hockey jersey football jersey baseball jersey sploosh okay I'm yours. Spoosh. Okay. Oh, all right. God, yes. Uh, one of the hottest boudoir we ever did was uh, was where you you know was was jerseys and and, and and like and then Daisy Duke shorts. Oh yeah, they mm. were super sexy. You're killing yeah. me. I'm killing you. Okay, off the shoulder sweatshirts. You know, Allah Je- Jennifer Beals in you know flash dance. Oh. <laughs> you know, where she pulls her bra out of her. Side. If you haven't seen it, if you're too young, you should put that on because she does this yes. thing where she yes. pulls the bra out of her yes. sleeve yes. and I, I still yes. guys talking about that scene yeah. oh so hot you know oh. the uh one of the things that came up in this this you know sort of poll was the illusion of being naked so when wearing those nude clothes you know like that pale shell pink or a nude colored dress yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, I know yeah. a couple of people have worn them at the oscars where you first glance you think they're not wearing anything that for a lot of people is really sexy. So they're, they look naked, but they're not naked. Right. And you know, the plunging neckline. Yes, yes, yes. And one story came up this week that hit the news was a TikTok about a couple in the UK 
who got an attractive couple who bought off Amazon matching pineapple bathing suits. There you, you know, go. Her pineapple bathing suits. She says, we're at this resort. I couldn't believe how friendly everybody was. <laughs> <laughs> well. Podcast will know that's a swinger symbol. Yes, it so, is. It is. So they were, uh, so, you know, clothes that make you go, huh? Yeah. If you are in matching uh, <laughs> pineapple bathing suits, even if you bought them innocently off Amazon, you're in for that kind of com- you know conversation. Uh-huh. You will be one of the most popular couples around, bar none. Speaking of, up next. So, you're a swinger. Turned on with Sue and John. So, you're a swinger. It's this week's Swinger Facts, Sue. Yes. And it was all about soft swinging, which has become this, you know, the, the gnome, right? Soft swinging is basically no penetration. Yep. So, you know, you're, you're not worried about pregnancy. You're less worried about STIs, although you can still get them from oral, but you're not going to get like, you can't get HIV from anything, but you know, unprotected penetration, that kind of thing. And it was an interesting comment that swingers need to be celebrated because 95% of people are living a lie and swingers are at least out there because people are scared of what other people are going to say. So, but the swingers are there and they think that swinging is going to become so mainstream that in the next 20 years, it's going to be not a, you know, not something to worry about. I believe that. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, you want to look at the, you know, the societal norms around penetration, right? There's emotional and moral tax society places on penetrative sex. And if you don't do that, that's the, what a soft swap is. It's usually just hands, group massage, sometimes it's oral, but it's, it's not in out repeat if necessary in any form. So, and you know, and it could be, it could be penetration, could be oral penetration. So it's not that it's just licking and teasing and touching yep. and it increases you know, it increases stimulation, it's excitement, you, you have some safe things, but again, you want to agree on limits, you want to have, understand the emotional component, and you want to have some kind of aftercare. Aftercare means after you've played, do you come back and have take back sex? Do you come back and have really cuddles? Do you come back and soothe your partner and make sure that they know that they are your one and only? Please come back and have a conversation and keep having those conversations, especially if you're new to the swinging scene. Soft swap is a great way to get introduced to that. And yes, have the conversations. How did you feel about that? Be open, be honest, because you're headed down a path that is bound to be a little more involved than just soft swap. Turned on. Finally, on this week's edition of Turned On with Sue and John. Sue, you've got a quick note about vitamin E. Well, again, another quick study. And I, and I just, I love when there's all kinds of new fascinating things and I immediately want to share it with everybody. So I'm not saving anything for next week. I want to absolutely tell you that they found out that there was a statistical increase in desire with two things, vitamin E and saffron. So I looked it up. I had a friend who was a urologist who would use um, vitamin E oil and I've used it on my face. Every time I'm in Florida, I buy it there. It's a lot, it's a lot easier and a lot cheaper for whatever reason in the U S right. And mix it and put it on my face. And it's great if I'm getting a lot of sun because it's vitamin E specifically, specifically great for your skin. Yep. But the urologist was suggesting that you rub it on your testicles. It's good if you have peronies, which is when you have that slight bend to your penis and it's caused by scar tissue. Vitamin E is the treatment. But saffron, I'd never heard of. I looked it up on Amazon for $49. You can get the Amazon best-selling saffron supplement. So apparently vitamin E and saffron, that combination 
increases your libido. And, you know, and I've been at this for a long time. I have never heard that. I don't hear heard the term saffron. Uh, What's the song by um, uh, Donovan? Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow. I'm just mad about saffron. Saffron. Yeah, well, that was a, I thought me. that was a name, but but it can be a name. But it's, it's a, you know, the yellow colored, you can buy it. It's it's something they use in a lot of Indian cooking. Mm. But apparently it's a spice and a, or a plant that can be derived to increase libido. The other thing they found that was interesting around libido was that you're, there was a there was a link between gut bacteria and libido. And and they did sort of surveys of bacteria in people's bodies and their abdomens. And men who have sex with men have significantly more of this particular bacteria and their libido, the amount of sex they're having. I think they just have opportunities because men with other sex with other men. Men, men think like other men, right? Yeah. <laughs> but their libidos, if you know, they were looking at the highest levels of libidos among men were ones that had sex with other men and two had this highest level. So they don't know if the high level of bacteria of this type causes them to have increased libido or having sex with other men, you know, will increase this, this bacteria as a rule. I don't know, but either way, you may want to take your probiotics and go on Amazon and try some of this saffron either way for, you know, under 60 bucks, you can be in the know cutting edge research and if you want to use your body as a science experiment <laughs> this may be this may be something you want to try cuz you all always want to be in the mood thanks for tuning in and getting turned on with Sue and John new episodes every week to get in touch find us online at turnedonpodcast.com until next time stay naughty